Welcome to Strategize Your Business Online. My name is Dee Boswell-Buck, and I am your host and the digital marketing strategist behind Boswell-Buck Creative Consulting. Question, how do you maintain momentum in your business when sales are down or during a lockdown or when countries have closed their borders during the COVID-19 pandemic? My guest today is Clara Power. Clara Power is the owner of Power Travel, a full-service travel agency that focuses on family travel. She offers her clients highly personalized travel planning services, making sure that all the details are taken care of for families looking to travel together in a seamless and stress-free way. Today, Clara shares her highs and lows as an entrepreneur in the travel business. You'll also get inspired when you hear the reasons why she shows up consistently on social media and the positive outcomes of doing so. Put on your seatbelt and grab your earbuds to listen to Clara Power's beautiful journey behind Power Travel. You're listening to Strategize Your Business Online, designed for entrepreneurs like yourself who are looking to get more visibility strategically for your business in the online space. I'm Dee Boswell Buck, digital marketing strategist and founder of Boswell Buck Creative. Welcome to the podcast, Strategize Your Business Online. Today, I have my guest here, Clara Power from Power Travel. Clara, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah. So, Clara, please, I would love to know if you can let our audience know who are you and what do you do? Thank you. I will do that. So, as you mentioned, my name is Clara. I am the owner of Power Travel. Power Travel is a travel agency located in the GTA that focuses on planning family vacations. So we work in the Caribbean, Disney, basically around the world, creating uh, fantastic itineraries for families, taking the stress out of travel and making it as seamless as possible for mom and dad. So the whole family has a great time. That's awesome. Thank you. So if you can share with me your journey, like what got you into doing travel? So this is a second career for me, which is really interesting. I started my career out of university. I worked in human resources and I did that for about 20 years. And I found that as I got more senior in my role and I became the head of the human resources department at the company that I worked at, it became very negative. All of the work was very draining. You dealt with employment standards, employee relations, human rights issues, and all of that was just very draining on me. My second, oh, I would say my first passion always was travel. So I eventually just started to dip my toes in it and start planning while I still had a full-time job. Within three years of doing it part-time, I realized that I had to make a decision. I needed to stop one because it was too much to do both. The business had grown so much and I decided to follow my heart and do what I love. And now all day long, I get to plan vacations rather than 
conduct sexual harassment investigations. <laughs> it's a very different, it's a, it's stressful, still very stressful, but definitely more feel good at the end of the day. Nice. So my question is, you know, when you were working in that nine to five, did you do a lot of travel? Like, were you the type of person who would take advantage of those vacation days and you traveled all over the world? Yes. Travel has always been a big priority uh, for my immediate family. And even as growing up, it was always a big priority in my family. So it was something that I loved and it was my passion. So it was a very easy transition because I had a lot of knowledge already, traveling knowledge. I didn't have the technical knowledge when I made the shift because there's a lot of technicality that you have to learn, but I had the world knowledge to be able to do it. By the time I had entered the travel world, I had visited six of the seven continents. The only one I have left is Antarctica. So I had already explored the world that made being in this role a lot easier. So when you talk about like the technicalities, what type of technicalities would that be? So uh, <laughs> there's a lot, people think that planning a vacation sometimes can be very easy, but honestly it's not. And especially now with COVID, the fact that even things as simple as earning, learning the airport court codes of every airport around the world. You need to learn those things. How to do actually how to complete a booking. If you want to go to the Caribbean, you know, in Mexico, there's 300 different resorts you can choose from. So there's a lot of knowledge and training you have to do to be able to select or make recommendations for the best property for a client that comes to you because there isn't a one size fits all for everyone. So you really have to learn a lot of that to be able to share it. It's not just good enough that you've been to Italy, but you've been to multiple different hotels and different areas to be able to make the right recommendations. That's interesting that you said that because, you know, I think when you said that people find it, sometimes people find it very easy. They think it's very easy to plan. So I'm thinking of a couple of groups here and maybe you could tell me if there are more groups. So there are people who, well, I guess my question is, do you have people who right off the bat say, I don't want to plan a trip. I want to go on a trip but I want to have everything laid out to me. So I seek the guidance of a travel expert. And also, do you have those people who are like, yeah, I'm going to just go online, plan everything out. But then maybe they get to that point where it's like, you know what, there's always something that goes wrong. And then they end up seeking your services. It is, I would say 90% the, the former, they usually do not enjoy the planning or find it overwhelming. They may have started planning the process and get overwhelmed very easily because there's a lot of misinformation out there. So you need someone to really distill it and, and really understand you know, what are the terms and conditions? What do things actually mean? Not all five-star resorts are created equal. You know, if you look at hotel descriptions, they all love to use the word luxury. They're not all luxury. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. <laughs> so, you know, what is the, dif you know, finding out what's a differentiation, you know, and really drill down and figure out what the differences are. So once people start going down that path, they do get overwhelmed very easily. I do have maybe 10% that know exactly what they want, but do still want to have that backup. 
The great thing is on my website, if someone is a do-it-yourselfer and they want to plan themselves, they can always book on my website directly. There's no fee to do that. But if there's an emergency, it's a 416 number to get a hold of me. It's not a 1-800 where there's a queue. You don't have to wait on hold. And you always have someone there in case of emergencies. And I think that's where us as travel advisors have always shined is that we are there in case of emergencies. And the last two years or 18 months has really shown the importance of having someone available in case something does happen. Yeah, that's that's so true. I mean, so you'll learn a little bit of about me during this time that we're we're chatting here. So I've been to Jamaica about eighteen times. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love. I'm going to Jamaica in November. I love it. <laughs> I love Jamaica, and for everybody who's listening, love Jamaica. Obviously, I've been there for eight, eighteen times. So my husband, he was born there, and we visit his family there too. But I would love to go to different places. And so in 2019, my husband was the person who goes online and just creates our vacation. And it's kind of hard to make it a little bit different. But we went in March of 2019 to Jamaica, March. And he said, okay, we are going to Jamaica. And don't worry, we did not book during March break. So whenever when he did buy the tickets first for our flight, he couldn't find a hotel. And I said, March break is on different times in March for everybody in the world. It doesn't just fall the third week like it does in Toronto, Ontario. It was very tight trying to find a hotel. And after that, I said to him, and during that trip, I said to him, we are A, getting insurance from now on because he always wants to like. Yeah, you don't want to spend the money. Yeah, right. And I said, yeah, we need travel insurance because we are there now that we can pay for that. And also going forward, we're going to rely on a travel agent because a travel agent would have told us, sir, March break (laughs) falls at different parts of March. Exactly. (laughs) And they would also be able to tell you when is the more, you know, March is historically a very expensive time to travel, February, March. Aside from, you know, peak holiday season, Christmas, New Year's, that is the next most expensive time to travel. So if you postponed it until the end of March, it's usually, you know, better priced as well. But I'm sure you still had a fantastic time. Oh, we had a fantastic time. I mean, we almost didn't find a car, but a travel agent would have been able to like put all of those pieces together. So exactly as slight as that. And that's where our value comes in of sometimes there is no cost savings. And I'll be honest, it it will be if the hotel says one price, that's the price that you'll likely have to pay. But the benefit comes from the hours of time that you save working with someone easily to plan a vacation like that. I'm sure your husband spent anywhere between 10 to 20 hours planning. You could easily work with someone could could do that for you at a minimal cost and save you all that aggravation. Right. So, so at the time that we're recording this, you know, we were in the pandemic and I wanted to know, you know, I see the content that you're posting online. You're always showing up. And, you know, if you can kind of touch on like what happened with, you know, your business and what it is that you're doing now, like what motivates you to show up? What is going on right now in the travel 
industry? Are people, I have a lot of questions, are people reaching out to you? <laughs> okay, so the last 18 months it has definitely been very challenging. I would say our sales or revenue has in- decreased 95% and the CERB is running out next month. So it's very difficult to show up every day when you're basically working for free. And and that's been the, the most difficult part because I cannot abandon my clients who still needed help from when everything went down and still, and now we're starting a plan for the future. So what keeps me motivated is working with my clients and helping them get to where they want to be. That definitely keeps me motivated. You know, posting on social media was very challenging. There were certain times that I was very low that I didn't want to post. I was not ready to show up, but I knew that if I wanted my business to continue to be relevant at the end of all of this, I needed to be present. I needed to show my value. I needed to show where I shine as opposed to everyone else. There are no, there are other agencies that have gone very quiet during this time. And for them to ramp up is going to be a lot more challenging than for me to ramp up. I'm ready to go. Like I'm busy now, obviously not pre-pandemic busy, but still busy because of the fact that I have been showing up and keeping people informed of what is happening So they trust me and look at me as that expert. So I'm looking at your Instagram right now and I'm loving the colors. You know, I'm hearing what you're telling me, but you know, you've got this brand, you've got the the beautiful turquoise that's happening. And I just love looking at the images. So you say that business is coming back and people are reaching out. What is the mindset that everybody's experiencing right now? Like it was like, hey, before it was like, I don't want to travel. And now they're feeling like their trust is building back up to travel again. So what is it that they're going through that they're like, I need to get out of here? Oh, for sure. That is the most common comment that I get is I need to get out of here. And I feel like that levy is like about to burst. Back in July, when the government announced that Canadians no longer have to quarantine upon return to Canada, if you're fully vaccinated, that really jumped the the bookings and the interest. People were suddenly like, okay, so I don't have to quarantine. That was what was holding them back. But a lot of people really are just looking towards the future. I've been home for a year and a half. If their income hasn't been affected, they have a much larger pot They're planning bigger and better, more expensive, more elaborate vacations, some a little bit more exotic than what they've been used to in the past. Because I think what the pandemic has taught us is life can change at any moment. So waiting for that anniversary or waiting for that big birthday, it doesn't matter anymore. People want to plan that stuff now and they want to make it happen now. So the big questions that people always ask is like, where can I go is always a big question. Secondly, they always ask, what are the cancellation policies and how do I make sure I don't lose my money? And that's definitely where I can kick in. And you have to read the fine print, what people don't realize, you know, the hotel will say fully refundable up until three days prior. And then, you know, the small print will say something like, you will be issued a future travel credit that can be used within six months 
or something like that. So you really need to ask the questions and investigate. And unless you know where to look, you can get yourself into some predicaments where you can lose some money if you don't do your due diligence or work with someone like me who will do it for you. Right. Yeah. I was about to say that that's where all of that knowledge that you have of the hotel. So before it's like you, you know about all of the best hotels to stay at, but even more so now, I I guess it would be that you've got that knowledge of the hotels that are following protocols, I, I would assume. Oh, 100%. You know, at the end of August, I traveled with my family to Punta Cana because I wanted to experience it firsthand. What is the airport like? What is customs like? What are the hotel protocols? Are they actually following what they say that they are following? I obviously couldn't see all the resorts, but I stayed at two different ones. So I have a really good perspective of what it's like, what has changed, what is different, what has stayed the same. A lot of people, when I tell them I was, it was surprisingly normal. Yes, there were a lot of protocols in place, but it was surprisingly normal outside of Canada (laughs) on what it's like to travel and giving people that confidence of, hey, I can do it. And I have young kids and we did it. So giving them that confidence to say, like, if if she was able to do it, we're able to do it as well. And when you have someone who holds your hand throughout the process, you do get that confidence. Yeah. So I've been on your website and I love that you're, you know, you've got this update, updated information and I could go on your social media and it's current. So I, you've got this guide and I'm not going to everyone, I'm not going to share away too much here because you need to get this guide, but I downloaded it from your website. It's like 25 pages and it's not like, oh no, 25 pages. It's 25 pages of like great information. You have it here, your guide to stress-free family vacation. So I went through it. And what I love is that it kind of like, it took me through like the different stages of my life, right? So (laughs) going with little ones, going with, you know, kids who are a little bit older, maybe going on those like exotic trips you you've mapped things out and then you even had something here like mom and mom and dad getaways right maybe if you could share some more about that guide absolutely so during the pandemic when things were really tough I I realized that I needed to do something to keep me motivated and I'm a very goal-oriented individual and if I don't have things on my to-do list it's very challenging for me So I decided to create this guide to stress-free family vacations. And how the idea started was I wanted to create a conversation starter. So a lot of times families come to me and say, we want to go on vacation, but we don't know what to do. We don't know where to go. So I created this guide where you can actually take it with you to the dinner table and ask your family members, What type of holiday are they looking for? Do you want an active holiday? Do you want a relaxing holiday? Do you want a theme park holiday? Do you really want to do something adventurous? And you don't actually necessarily need to read the whole book. You pick and choose the sections that are interesting to you and then to have those conversations with your family. And then you're better prepared to come to me and say, okay, Clara, we've narrowed it down to two possible vacations 
let's talk about this further because this is what we want to do. And I find that the feedback, like you've been saying, has been really good because it starts that conversation. Some people know exactly what they want to do, but there's a lot of clients that come, they they don't know what they want to do. And so just trying to figure out and, and start that conversation. In my guide, I do offer up a lot of unique destinations that they may not have thought about it's just to get people you know thinking about the possibilities especially when it comes to traveling with families people always say oh i i know i can't go to thailand with my family and i said why not there's children in thailand as well and that's always my answer you really can go anywhere with children you just have to plan appropriately for it and working with someone like me will make sure that your itinerary is tailored towards the family yeah definitely you know planning for a trip can be overwhelming and what i love about your guide is that i feel like when i go through it when i do go if i do decide to and i don't know if they still have travel magazines and things like that but i remember going to a travel agency and just picking up like five different magazines and then it's like oh my gosh I'm reading through everything and then it's like way too much information so it's very enjoyable like you've got things mapped out about like the benefits of traveling the the benefits of family traveling and then yes to what you said you had some like conversation starters there so it's, it's great I highly recommend so we're going to definitely share the link we'll be sharing the links to like your website etc but we'll share the link for everybody to get that guide as well. Perfect. And it's a free download. So it's just a great conversation starter and a great planning tool for the future. Yeah. So what events do you have like on the go? Do you have any special offers that you're working on? So right now, you know, 2022 or even Christmas and beyond is what most families are planning for. And what I've been saying for the last little while is Canadians are behind in our vacation planning. The US is a good six months, eight months ahead of us in our planning. So to get space at certain times of year is almost near impossible. If you have a specific goal in mind of where you want to go. To be more specific, you know, my family and I, we travel to Aruba annually for New Year's almost every year. We did it last year because of the pandemic, but every year prior to that for the past 15, 16 years, that's what we do. And the resort that we're staying at has been sold out since May 2021 to travel at New Year's. So you're looking at six to seven months in advance, things are selling out. If you want to go to a specific island in the Caribbean, flights are almost all sold out and people don't realize that. So, you know, if you are thinking about travel, that is something that people want to be aware of is the last minute stuff is very difficult, especially when you're traveling with families, because you don't just need two seats. You need four five, six, depending on how many kids you have. You want to start planning early right now planning into summer 2022 christmas 2022 people are planning into right now just because the earlier you book the more choice you have and usually the better priced the options are if you wait until last minute there's usually not very good stuff left over or the price has gone really high 
or whatever is left over, the price may have gone down, but it's not going to be quality if it's super last minute. And I guess the great thing about turning to you is that if somebody wanted to go specifically to Aruba, Jamaica, wherever the case is, Disney, well, you are able to, if they're not able to fulfill that, you're able to find something that's similar, correct? Of course. Yes. And then, you know, you know, we talk about Disney. I am I do specialize in Disney vacations and people will tell me, oh, I want to go this weekend in February. I said, well, that's the marathon weekend. You know, we think about going a week prior or a week after it might be better for you. People don't think about those things. They just think, oh, this is when I want to go. Is it the best time to go? And we have those conversations. A lot of times you would never, if you started planning, you wouldn't know there's a marathon that weekend. <laughs> I would not know that. Yeah. <laughs> you never would think to even ask that question. That's my goal is to inform you. So you don't have to ask. I tell you what you need to know to make sure that you're fully prepared. That is good news. So when it comes to social media, like I follow you on Instagram, but so wh where is your social media platform of choice? So definitely Instagram is where I am the most comfortable. Facebook used to be my primary tool for getting new clients, but that has kind of become saturated. I find that with Instagram, I have a better ability to hone in on the people that I want to follow me as opposed to Facebook where you don't really have a lot of control on who follows you. So I focus a lot of my attention on Instagram and it's been very profitable for me. And the majority of my new clients either come from a referral or directly from Instagram. Those are my two main areas of new clients. So how, why do you think you find a lot of success on Instagram? So I think I find a lot of success because I'm open and honest. I don't shy away from the difficult conversations. If people ask questions, I'll always be 100% honest with them. And as well as I continue to show up. So just like you had mentioned to me is like, you know, I love the fact that you're going through a difficult time and you keep showing up. People who have found me on Instagram often say the same thing. And they're secretly, I feel a lot of them are rooting for me and for my success. They want to see travel come back. And they want to work with someone who they feel has a good handle on what is happening. It's because of my Instagram that I was invited by Global News to do a segment. It's because of my Instagram I was invited by the Family Travel Association to do a summit presentation. I did the keynote travel agent advisor panel because of my Instagram. So it's those types of opportunities that come up, not only from a sales perspective, but from a PR perspective because of my Instagram. Oh, I love to hear that. That's <laughs> so I tend to ask everybody, like, what are the top two lessons you've learned as an entrepreneur? So I say that definitely one of the top lessons here is that you got to show up. Do you have one more lesson that you feel that, you know, all entrepreneurs, small business owners would benefit from that you have learned? I think that with showing up is so important, but you also, my other lesson is you have to show up with honesty 
and authenticity. I don't sugarcoat things if things are going bad. I'm very honest with people. I did have a series last year where I was chit chat with Claire and I answered the hard hitting questions of realistically what travel was like. And I think it's that honesty that people truly appreciate because I do not brush everything with a, you know, that watercolor that everything is fine. It's all peachy. I'm, I'm very realistic with people so they know exactly what is happening. And I think that's very important in any business is to be honest with your clients because that is how you build that trust. And in this business, people are entrusting me with their vacations. So I have to be honest with them. For me, it's not about the sale. It's never been about the sale. It's been about creating that relationship and making sure that my clients have the best vacation possible. And I think that's what sets me apart from a lot of other travel advisors that really just want to make that sale and make that money. It's that's not what it's. Of course, that's my end goal. Yes. But that is not my primary goal. It's the fact that I truly, truly do care and want to make sure that my clients have a phenomenal time. That is so beautiful, Clara. Thank you so much. So I would love to know, I mean, this is such amazing information and I said it already, your website, the, the free download, your Instagram, but if you can just make it verbal, like how can people find out more about you? Where should they look for you? The top two places? So definitely top place would be Instagram. It would be my handle is powertravel.ca. Every time I travel, I always update my stories. And this weekend I'm headed to Paris. So follow along and I always put in my highlights. And then I'm headed to Halifax later this month. So I always share with my clients what traveling is like on my Instagram. So that's definitely the best place to follow me. And then of course, my website, I update my blog as regularly as I can. There's always recent information, whether it's promotions or articles or stories or blog posts of what traveling is like that's all posted there if people sign up to receive my newsletter and they will get that information that firsthand knowledge and then you can go to my website and as well as schedule an appointment to chat with me the first 30 minutes is complimentary we can discuss what people are looking to do how i can help and if we're a right fit I don't take every client that comes my way. I really only work with the clients that are, our goals are aligned to make sure that I can meet their expectations. Right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I mean, thank you for continuing to put yourself out there. And, you know, thank you for letting us know that for those of us who want to get the heck out of here, you know, you're making it very easy. We can visit you online. We can see what it is that you're doing real time sometimes and get a lot of great information and just even like connecting with you. You laid it all out there. So uh, you made it very easy. So thank you so much. This was a great interview. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me, Dee. It's been great uh, chatting with you. Thank you for listening to Strategize Your Business Online. If you found value in what you heard today, please leave us a review and feel free to share this podcast with someone you think who would love it. You just might get a shout out on an upcoming episode. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified 
when a new episode is released. Do you find the online space challenging when it comes to increasing your brand's visibility? Visit my website and register for my monthly free masterclass or connect with me on Instagram. You can head over to dboswellbuck.com and you'll find all the links that you need right there. It's always my goal to align your business goals strategically with your online presence. We'll see you on the next episode.